Dude, it's your turn. Undead Unlock Man, if you never read it, you should read it. And it's okay if you if you don't want to read it because the anime is coming out literally in like I don't know, I think it's it's fall. Oh, fall. fall. Okay. So later this year. But anyways, Fuko Izumo is badass because Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host of the most, I'm the Bomb. And of course with me every week is Danny. Hello, hello. And Nick. What up? And we're back with another topic. <laughs> I want, I want Nick to say that to myself in the mirror every day and it makes me cooler. <laughs> I want Nick to start using more 80s cool people lingo from the 80s. How's it hanging, dudes and dudettes? <laughs> I'm progressive. Oh yeah, do that. Oh yeah, that's hot. <laughs> yeah, that's hot. Oh yeah. Well, what was that Family Guy skit where Peter's like, "Oh, it's '90s rappers." Oh no, wait, no. '80s rappers were all wholesome, and then the '90s rappers were all violent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, but like, that's definitely kind of the case. Like '80s rap was like, "Hey man, don't step to my turf because I'll out rap you," and then '90s rap was like. Eminem, <laughs> like <laughs> no, it wasn't even him. It was like other anyway. But yeah. No, it was like a bunch of people. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it was other. It was other. I, I would you know say what? I gotta stop talking. Is, I don't know what I'm talking Tupac about. Tupac and Biggie Smalls. It was like Tupac and Hot Boys and Hot Boys. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah I don't I got into hip hop super late in my life. So like, anyways, I don't know shit about hip hop. Okay, and not at least not lately. So I need someone to educate me on that. That being said. That's got nothing to do with what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is six years ago, probably more than that at this point. I got to double check. Let me look at the date. Hold on. It's Sorry. been 84 years. Yeah, it was, it was, dude, it was, it was, where's the date? April 13th, 2017. So, yes. Uh, The Reagan six, administration. The Reagan administration, six years ago. We did this episode... Well, Danny wasn't on it, but uh, uh, inspirational characters. And, of course, me and Nick were just like, Shinji, and... <laughs> Hold on, everybody. Get ready to take a shot. Guess what Guess what? two anime I mentioned? <laughs> Kaiji and Arya. <laughs> and then I think I put Nadesco and Evangelion. That's what I put, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways... We've consumed a lot of stuff since then, and now so Danny's here now. So, like, well, she's been here. But, like, now we can do this topic again and actually sound cooler knowing what we're talking about, okay? Uh, inspirational characters. Re-inspirational characters. Re-life. Remake. Inspirational. Redux edition. Two. The movie. The game. Okay, that's what we're doing. Um, but, yeah, let's just jump right into it. First, I'm going to tell you about this. Links on AnimeSummit.net. That's where you can find all the links where to follow and subscribe and all that good stuff. And then also, check it. It's a new month. So that means Manga Club is doing some new things. And I forgot to say this last week. I always fuck, up, fuck it up. Um, but if you listen to The Plummet, hopefully they're keeping track of it over there. But the new schedule is as follows. This is the June schedule. Okay, so we already passed one Sunday. And they read... Uh, Gigantomaxia Volume 1, which is all of it, because obviously R.I.P. Kentaro Miura. 
Uh, this weekend, so like in a couple days from now, they're doing the first three volumes of Promised Neverland. Uh, the 18th, A Bride Story, volume one, the third, first three volumes. And then the last Sunday, the next three volumes of Promised Neverland, so volume four through six. So yes, if you want to, if you're in the Discord or you haven't joined the Discord, linksdynamicsummit.net, join the Discord. Ask about Manga Book Club. Very fun. Join Manga Book Club. Vote, read, have fun. Yell at everyone. Okay? It's really cool. Um, also, we need to, me and Danny were talking about this, and we need to build our following on social media way more. Every week, I just go, links to Danny, that's where you can go to poop and pee. No. <laughs> we need you to poop and pee harder. That came out wrong. We need you to follow and spread we the word. We need you to piss blood and shit thunder. <laughs> You're going to eat lightning and you're going to crap thunder. No. <laughs> Float like a butterfly. Yeah. Stings like when I pee. You're a greasy <laughs> fat. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like when I pee. That was good. Uh, that was good. That was what good. is this, manga club? What is this, manga club? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that is a manga club. <laughs> you're a greasy fast, 180-pound Italian tank. No. I don't need <laughs> you got to pronounce it Italian. Yeah, Italian, yeah. That's good. You did You did it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out uh, uh, Burgess Meredith. No, dude, I um, you know, we gotta build our following on social media more. So more retweets, more more read whatever's renotes comments, whatever you gotta do on Twitter, on Instagram. Help us build up that following and get us up there. You know, we got all the follows on Spotify. I see there's more follows on Spotify now. You know, show the crap out of that. Tell tell retweet people and say, hey, if you haven't left a rating on Spotify, do this. You know, let's get to that next fucking number, okay? So let's do that. You know, tell people to subscribe to the YouTube, all that good stuff. And um, as merch draws closer, you know, maybe I'll buy a couple of merch things to have on hand to give us giveaways for people who help us out and bring in more more followers and stuff, okay? We'll go into more details about that later once I discuss it with Wingus and Dingus. That being said... Who's Wingus and who's Dingus? Uh, whichever one of you makes me more mad the, at that time of the week. Oh, okay, so Nick then. So right now he's Dingus, yes. <laughs> Fucking mad? <laughs> I thought he was going to be like in the background just going, dude, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> um, dude, waifu, or no, sorry, listen to question of the week, Nick. Let's get into it. All right, this is from Hunter Tain, and he asks, if there's any show or movie you could watch again for the first time, what would it be? Wonder Egg Priority. Are we only limiting this to anime or... Oh, show or movie. I mean... You, sh- could, you could say one anime, one anime, anime, and that's it. There you go. One anime and one movie? Well, one anime and one non-anime. One anime and one non-anime? Okay, Wonder Egg Priority. We'll do that. And then non-anime... Uh... Ooh, that's a good one, actually. Uh, man, some passes. Yeah, Shrek. I pass. Shrek. I guess. Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. I don't. I don't know. Shrek. Yeah, Shrek one for you there. So I gotta think. I gotta think of. One. I gotta think of a non-anime one. You guys go real quick. <laughs> All right, Danny. Mm. What's what? What anime would you watch again for the first time? For the first time. Something you think you would like right now. I mean... Not like a kid's show, necessarily. Although it could be. Um... 
go with Millennium Actress. Ooh. Yeah. That was surprising. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, Fruits Basket. Okay, good. I mean, I can, li- like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're going to go with Millennium Actress. And then um, non-anime. Um, Let's, we're going to go with my all-time favorite movie, The Breakfast Club. Dum, cool. dum, dum, dum. Isn't that dum, pretty much what uh, Wonder Egg priority is? Forget it. The Dude, fuck you. Club? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I'm going to slap the shit out of you. I'm going to give you the ball. I'm gonna... No, that's Sunny, that's Sunny Boy. Sorry, that's Sunny Boy. You bitch. Okay. Oh, God, you just made so many other people mad. <laughs> Wait, I mean, that's a compliment, isn't it? Okay. So I'm, you, You've been stalling. What's your pick? Uh, I haven't been stalling. You just got to me. You're the one who said sun, the Sunny Boy comment. Um, dude, okay. Uh, Pretty Little Liars, even though it's problematic. It's kind of a problematic show. Yeah, everything is. But every, every, at the end of every three episodes, I was like, oh, I would watch that with your show. I'm talking about. It's really exciting. It's exciting. It's like drama. It's like just a bunch of drama, bullcrap. It's fun. Anyways. Yeah. There you go. Good question. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Oh, yeah. My, my turn. My turn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hurry up, dude. Okay. Anime, I could just pick one of my favorites, I guess. Shit, I had this I had this sorted. Uh you know what? Cowboy Bebop. Let's go. Yeah. Let's fucking go, dude. And then uh non anime. Lord of the Rings trilogy. Let's go. Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh yeah, that's a good answer, dude. That's a good answer. Fuck y'all. Lord of the Wings. Yeah, Lord <laughs> of the Rings, dude. Dude, I, I listened to I stumbled on the the ending song to Return of the King today and I was like tearing up. I'm like, oh, oh, so God. good. <laughs> Play that at my funeral. Throw there it into go. the fire. All right, dude. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. All right. Waifu and his band are Danny. Waifu is um, Chile from Dragon Ball Super. And Husbando is uh, Chopper from One Piece. I used a random character generator because we couldn't. I couldn't figure out what was relevant to the topic. We should just keep doing that. That's a good yeah, idea. it's actually way easier, right? Yeah. If it's like relevant to the topic, like of a review or something, then we'll do it from the right. The show. Chat GPT, yeah. give me anime. Yeah, dude, we'll just use random anime. Yeah. Anyways, Tony Tony's best boy. Okay, from One Piece. Don't best fucking. Boy. I always find it hilarious whenever Chopper transforms into like the big buffy meaty deer, and he yeah, still yeah, yeah. has his like little baby voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the. It's best, like uh, it's like uh, El- Elric, the Elric brother. What's his name? No, Ed and Alphonse. Alphonse. There you go. Al, yeah. He's like Alphonse, yeah. Yeah, but Alphonse his... is a is a is a tin can. Yeah, but I he's, know, like he's this, a big guy. He's he this no big body, buffy. Though. He's this big buff armor with the the kid's voice. You know, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has big. no body inside though. He's got so no body sense. inside. Damn, Danny, don't be racist. Shit. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> don't alchemist shame him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fucking Danny, right. just hate on alchemy. Wow. Yeah, come on. Danny. Don't uh, laws of nature shame him, Danny. Okay, just because he tried to, to uh, you know, to to defy God. All right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That was that was both uh, him and Ed's yeah. fault. Well, you're shaming him, Danny, and you know they shouldn't have been messing thing. with something that they shouldn't have. <laughs> Don't do the crime. You can't do the time. Mm-hmm. In the body and some armor and some metal shit. Nah, dude. Yeah. 
inspirational. Rewatch char- that. Inspirational. We should honestly. <laughs> we should. Inspirational characters re-edition, part two, part two. Okay, we're gonna go round the table. We got three characters each, and now that we've consumed way more anime and have a better understanding, we're picking the same shit. We're picking the same <laughs> characters though. I'm well, picking all old stuff, aren't I? I, all, I just realized that only Danny's characters are the ones that we haven't heard before because she hasn't. She didn't do this last time. But no, we're gonna go in NDS order. Okay. Nam, Dom, and Sam order. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Das. If we rhymed everyone's names like that, it'd be Nick, Dick, and Sick, Nanny, Danny, and Sa- Sammy. <laughs> and put an M in there, yeah. And Nam, Dom, and Sam. Wait, wait, wait. What's what's uh what's Nick's for for mine? Nanny. Nanny. Oh, Nanny. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I could do somebody insert the nanny laugh. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll, I'll put it right here. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Do I love that show, lows. man. I love that fucking show. Someone, someone tweet at Fran Drescher so she'll come on the podcast. Anyways, uh, uh, Leela from Futurama, right? Am I wrong? That's Katie Seagal. Okay, well, but also tweet at Katie Seagal and see if she'll come on the podcast. Have you seen him in the same room? Okay, come on, dog. Uh, All right, nanny, I'm go first. Start. Wait, no, it's no? no nanny. You said nanny. Okay, that's me. That's me. Yeah, nanny. All right. <laughs> nanny. Well, actually, we're doing the we're doing Nick rhyming, so it's Nick and then Danny. Sorry, you're Dick. <laughs> and Sam is sick. I am. Thank you. But the good kind of sick, like that was sick, bro. <laughs> and you're the good kind of dick, like one of those old timey detectives. No, not fat. Uh, dude. Like what? you're not fat, fat. You're P H A T fat. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry, go ahead. All right. Oh, and I'm Santa Claus. All right, fuck you guys. Okay. So my first pick is Noriko from Gunbuster. Yeah. Her last name pulled up. Uh, she is, she's basically, she's like Shinji before Shinji, essentially. Um, and we picked Shinji last time. And, you know, Shinji Akari, everybody's heard of him. But Noriko, uh, made by the same studio, Gainax, Gunbuster, it's just a it's just a space mecha show. You know, they're fighting space aliens. I think they're literally just called space aliens. And they gotta defend the Earth from the attacks, and that's the show. But then they go into like time dilation shit, like Interstellar style, um, which Interstellar copied some of that from Gunbuster. And um so like they have to defend the Earth while traveling like every time they light speed travel, they they lose time or they gain they go basically into the future kind of. So like they're yeah you know when they go f- with the light travel they're like oh it's been four years it's been like a day here but like four years on Earth for example I'm making up the numbers there but it's like you know what I'm saying so like and that plays into the story a lot and um, yeah pretty much Noriko uh, she's she's just trying she she like lacks confidence at first and she's you know, she's just trying to train to be a good, you know, Becca pilot, and you get the you get the classic '80s mo- training montage with him like running and do, and you know doing push-ups and stuff. Except that's with it's with the robots doing that. Ironically, <laughs> is, like, the, the story shit. also takes place in 2023. Oh hell yeah! Oh god, they knew. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and like what I like about her is she Noriko has she, she has like a unwavering determination and and uh and a lot of loyalty to her her friends and her coach and everybody. And she, you know, she fights for them. She fights for Earth and everything. And um she she becomes like a, you know, just like a courageous warrior. 
she, and she has to be, you know overcome these personal insecurities and tragedy and you know she she loses uh, like her boyfriend at one point spoilers but actually I don't think he's really he was like one of her friends but anyway um uh she it's it's mostly just like she's kind of like a shonen style uh like a classic shonen style character yeah she grows you know it's like she's just like yeah. she has like the indomitable spirit pretty much yeah. that's what i like about her you know yeah and and the way they direct it and style it it's it's fucking awesome you know she's kind of like a like a hero um it's a short show it's only 6 episodes so there's that uh and it, like what i like about gunbuster 2 is like she she her and um Oh god, what's the other pilot's name? It's been a long fucking time since I watched Gunbuster. Uh, here we go. Here Kazumi. We go. Yeah, Kaz- yeah, Kazumi. Kazumi. Yeah, Kazumi. Uh, Her and Kazumi yeah. travel on the Gunbuster, and they they go on a mission. I won't spoil too much or whatever, but they're the going on a mission machine. to do a thing, and a time dilation is happening. So, like, basically, to do that mission, they have to leave everybody they knew behind, and they know they're they're going to be long dead when they come back. They're gonna be if long dead or yeah, alive, you know? yeah, like because like they're gonna come back and it's gonna be. And they gotta make later. this choice to like leave everybody in order to save everybody, and they're gonna try to come back and like that whole that whole arc and like what happens during that and after that and like when they try to come back and everything. That's like fucking. That's like so incredible. That's one of the best anime like last couple episodes of all time, I think. So it's technically yeah, it's just like, like a really selfless decision that they have to make. Like it's like. You're gonna, yeah, and you're then and then the ending is just lives for... fucking classic. Oh, it's but okay. yeah, the, yeah. So it, it, it's it's just it's just like a just a very stylish, like very '80s feeling anime. So there you go. Just just like over the top, you know. Very much fits in line with this topic. I think it's very like and Noriko. You know, she her her journey is kind of like when you when you leave your family and go off and do your own thing. You got to come back and everything. It's like the time dilation a little bit. That's kind of what it reminds me of. But yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys go. Good one. Good one. Okay, Danny. Oh. <clears throat> so uh, my first one is gonna be um, Hinata uh, Shoyu from uh, Haikyuu. And um, you know, for those who aren't familiar with Haikyuu. Um, it's a volleyball uh, anime and it mainly focuses on Hinata and Hinata is um, in middle school he practically at his middle school he was practically the only member of an all boys volleyball team so he didn't have any much volleyball experience but he is able to he has like agility and but he does lack um height but he wants to be a spiker so um that has been his dream for forever he wants to be um you know a spiker he wants to be the ace uh for Karasuno because he admires um the spiker from I think like I think like five years ago or something like that, he was watching TV and there was like a tournament and the Karasuno volleyball team was at the finals and there was also um, a spiker who was about the same height as Hinata. So um, so he, he goes 
he realizes that he doesn't have um, the skill set because he was never on a volleyball team. Um, this is practically his very first time being on a, on a team. Uh, so, and throughout the whole thing, you know, the captain and the coach realize that Hinata, you know, he wants to be the a great spiker, but he's not there yet. So they give him the position of a decoy. And he's actually pretty good at being a decoy. Um, you know, I think Hinata definitely really grows by season three when he's facing against... Um, what is the name of the school? Uh, Shiratorizawa Academy is like a big powerhouse. So by season three they're facing them and there are definitely so many moments in that season that Hinata grows and establishes a lot of a lot of what he needs to do um as a player so um yeah I know you guys haven't seen it so it's just me talking by myself here <laughs> So, but I haven't gotten yeah. there by yet. myself. I've seen the first like five episodes. That doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. I like the short guy because he he's short like me. That's yeah, the main guy. That's what she was talking about. He has to climb up the stairs on all fours. That's how short he is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's is that a red flag if you're on a date and your date climbs up the stairs on all fours? If she does it that? backwards, it's a red flag. Because that means she's... That's, de- oh, that's like a fucking... You better kill her right now. That's a possessed. Or him. She's possessed or something. Yeah. No, dude, like... Anyway. Uh, fucking Nick. Fucking... <laughs> um, that's like one of those... That's like a... I think Hinata's a good example of like the... He never gives up. Like, he never backs down. You know, he always wants to try. In, um... Yeah. In Shonen Sports anime, he's like the perfect example of like the, what you want to see in a protagonist kind of yeah a little bit um you know underdog i mean that's that's pretty much like a lot a lot of shows where you know the the team is like the underdog of you know the whole prefecture and they just have to rise up to the top kind of thing they haven't won a game in six years um, but what sets apart haiku from the rest is that by the end of um season one when they face off um i can't remember the name of the of the team but they but they by the end of season one they actually karasuno does lose so um it's spoilers say it again spoilers i mean if you they lose a sports ball game if you haven't if you haven't (laughs) but anyway um so yeah like but losing is also like a good chance of growing and developing your skills as well Oh, that's the best chance so in sports um so i was really happy by the end of the first season that they didn't win so it you know they that that's definitely why i really really enjoy haiku is because you know, not only have they lost, but they have the chance of growth and stuff. And so throughout the whole entire story, 
they definitely um, progress even more as a team and for individuals as well. So everyone watch Haikyuu. It's amazing. And according to ChatGPT, he has infectious energy and unwavering optimism. God, dude. He's a happy warrior. All right. You, you're not allowed to use ChatGPT for the next the rest of the month, okay? <laughs> Well, how do you think I talk anymore, Sam? You gotta, dude. That's that's really bad. Like, I know, I know you're joking, but it's like, come on, dude. Like, it's a, it's a supplement. It supplements me. Okay, oh, I don't need it. I can quit anytime. Okay, yeah, you should quit it like now. <laughs> like, um, anyway, yeah, dude, absolutely, and, and and obviously that's like a, um, which is gonna go into my next character because I'm gonna go out of order than how I written it here, but. Uh, that's kind of like uh, if you can do that trope well, even though it's been done so much, if you can do it well, you know, there's obviously a reason why Haikyuu is so popular, right? But if you can do it well, then, you know, the character becomes inspirational to people or to you, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's legit. Hinata Shoyu, yeah, Haikyuu. Um, I, I, ri- I wrote mine in order because that's how I thought of him, but I'm going to go sticking with the theme of the underdog here. Um. I'm going to go with Boji from Ranking of Kings, bro. My boy. My boy. The son of King Boss and Queen Sheena, the stepson of Queen Hilling, half-brother to Dida. He is a tiny boy. He's a little boy. He's a little tiny boy because um, he is next in line to be king, right, um, of the land or whatever. Um, but, like, uh, you know, a lot of people will kind of doubt him because he's so small and weak and um, he is deaf and, uh, you know, he's not, he's, uh, he can't speak, right? Um, he can, like he can make noises and such, but he doesn't know how to speak, you know, the language or English or whatever that is the language they speak. <clears throat> and obviously, like, you know, people doubt his, like, ability to be like a ruler of, you know, the uh, a whole kingdom, right? But um, over time, as he, you know, travels the world and goes on his own, you know, because that's, like, the big thing, right, is everyone's doubting him, and then he decides with Kage, like, that he meets in the beginning, hey, you know what? I got to prove to these people something. I got to do something. I'm going to go travel, and I'm going to come back a beef, a beefy boss, and I'll whoop everyone's ass. That's the, like, most basic explanation. But, like, despite his size, despite being not being able to communicate um, and everything, he comes back with a full heart and, like, you know, uh, it, it's not easy, and I won't say what happens at the end, but, like, you know, it's... It's just, it's, it's literally what it is, man, is like, it's, it's like, it's like, it's, it's, he had so much help, right? And, and, and like, not because, yeah, he has got disabilities, right? He's tiny. He can't speak. He's deaf. But with like, it, it, he has no shame in the fact that he got there with all the help that he could have. Yeah. And I think he became this fucking badass character. And I mean, he always kind of was actually, they show I mean, it. once he got the proper training. Yeah. 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 By, yeah. um, what was his name? Despa. Despa. Yeah. Yeah. Once he get, got the proper training and 
you know, utilized his strengths because his strengths is his agility and his speed. Yeah, his precision and, and stuff too, yeah. Yeah, so that's how he's, now he is able to defeat his enemies. Right, but even just before that, right? I mean, just in general, um, it's it's like the confidence, you know, like what like with Nick's character, and uh, it's like the there were times where he wanted to just like get on his knees and cry, and then the people around him who loved him were like, "Dude, all you got to do is chill, cry, cry a little bit more, <laughs> and then get back up, and we'll get right back at it." And, um. You kind of gravitate. There's something about him you gravitate towards and get inspired by because, like, despite all the help he needs and or gets, and then to become like where he, to get to where he was, it's like it kind of just is like that's okay though because he still comes out on top. Yeah. Even on his still, he still does it on his own. He still executes his goals on his own. He just had a lot of help getting to that point, and that's okay. Like, and I think that's uh, super, that's super fucking dope, dude. You know, like it's, you know, you, you can't, not everyone can be fucking Vegeta, you know, where he just does it by himself the whole time. Um, oh, whoa, I take offense to that, Sam. I was going to pick, but first of all, you say, what are you saying about me? Okay. <laughs> so anyways, like there's a lot of characters out there who like they do it by themselves and you don't have to do that. And that's, well, yeah, that's like every isekai protagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it's like the libertarian's fucking wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a. Oh, I know how to build civilization. I'm the best. That's a that's a bad example because right, like Dragon Ball Z has like a, or Dragon Ball has a big power scaling difference, right? But like, no, like um, but just like the, it, there's something about Boji that you gravitate towards, and that, you know, he's gonna fucking do great things, just by. His determination, his willingness to come to you for help, his willingness to do things on his own when needed. I don't know, man. He's just amazing. Well, he's, he, and he's like, he's small. Despite his, yeah, despite his. He's got like everything against him other than being a prince, I guess. Or yeah. A king. Yeah. Other than that, other than wealth. <laughs> yeah. He has everything against him, which is still a lot. So. Yeah. And it's hard to, it's hard to get over some disabilities for a lot of people. And I, you know, I would say for him that it's still hard for him, but he finds ways to still do what he needs to do and get around it. And maybe it's not the perfect way. Maybe it's not the way that like you would see it in some other anime, but like he's, he does with what he's given and like, he's not afraid to like ask for help to get there and then execute it on his own right after. So I think that's just badass. I don't know, man. Boji is, Boji is the boy. I, I, w I hope someday I can help him. I can be like, Boji, let me teach you how to cut a bitch with this knife. Okay? Step one, you go straight for the jugular. Step one, you go straight for the <laughs> That's how you do it, man. All right. Go back to Nick. What do you got? All right, Sam. Uh, despite your, 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 your putting me down, I'm picking Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. No, I get yeah, I'm I, surprised yeah. we didn't pick him last time. Vegeta. Vegeta is like the best character. Yeah, why in didn't Dragon we? God, we suck. That's kind of weird. Yeah. But yeah, um, he is a much more interesting character than Goku, I think. Yeah, because Goku I mean, is just times. overpowered. 
Goku's overpowered. He's kind of an absentee father, you know. <laughs> he does help, but he's just kind. Of, he's he's basically a man child. That's a go. He's a man child. But I want to train. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Vegeta kind of is too, but he's also more of a a man man than than that. Right. He's a Saiyan, so he he has the same instincts to fight. But yeah, Dragon Ball Z. In case you don't know what it is, it's like the biggest fucking shonen ever made. So, um, you got you got you got humanoid dudes with spiky blonde hair punching each other and blowing up planets and shit. All right, aliens and other stuff too. All right, <laughs> it's Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Just fucking Google it. Um, Vegeta is like he's he's a fallen Saiyan prince pretty much, and he starts out the series as like essentially um a henchman to a super powerful alien called frieza and you know frieza was also in our i think our villain bracket um and so yeah vegeta's like under under the the control of that and he 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 fucking hates frieza but he like you know he pretends that he you know he's trying to you know help him out and work through that but you know he wants to defend his race he wants to he wants to be stronger than everybody else he wants to be the strongest saiyan that's kind of his thing he wants to be the world you know the Strongest saying in the universe and everything, um, and then you know he meets Goku and he he can't be oh, he just can never defeat Goku, but he still keeps trying and that's the thing like he he has to try so much harder than Goku to be um, to you know to be competitive right, and so and on top of that he he's also more he's like a more loving like parent in general like during the Majin Buu saga pretty much anytime you know he's with Trunks. He's, you know, he actually cares about him a lot. And, and Goku does too, but to a lesser degree. It's kind of a weird, he's like a little bit distant. But yeah, mm-hmm. but, uh, Vegeta, he has a better relationship with his wife, Bulma, even though it kind of seems like they don't, but they're both kind of sundarays. So um, yeah. Chi-Chi and Goku are just toxic as fuck. He likes when um, Bulma yells at him. He likes her. Oh, yeah. He likes when she's feisty. He's, he says it. Powers yeah. him up. It's canon. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I would have picked Bulma over Chi Chi. I think everybody would have picked Bulma anyway. Uh, not not based on looks, but based on Chi Chi yelling. <laughs> based on Chi Chi yelling. <laughs> um, yeah. So he has like he he's like totally relentless, and he'll push himself like beyond the limit as far as he can possibly go, and even farther. Um, he has a lot of pride, and that's like his strength and his weakness. So that's kind of like. It's kind of like, you know, when you hear the toxic masculinity thing, that's what he has, but he also channels it to do good. So that's what I like about him. Like, he's able to channel his anger and his pride into in, into helping, you know, the planet and everything. So, but it also, it, you know, it fucks, it fucks him up sometimes. So, yeah. Um, he, uh, you know, I, I pretty much said it. He's got a lot of flaws. Like, he's, he's angry. He's, he's kind of short with people sometimes. Um, but you know, I would say he's. I think he's cool. He's, he's pretty loyal, especially to Chi Chi. Yeah, he's loyal to his, especially later on. Like he starts out as kind of like you don't know if he's the bad guy. I mean, he 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 is the bad guy. He starts out like that, and he grows and becomes one of the one of the greatest heroes. Right. And so that's that's also what I like about him. he doesn't he doesn't start as like this god figure, you know. And that's what that's why I like about all these characters. So, and you know, every, everyone that you guys pick too. So, yeah, that's why that's why isekais are so fucking shitty. A lot of the time is like they just start out as overpowered, and it's like there's not. It's just not that interesting. Like, what are you gonna do? You know, 
Yeah. Except for like One Punch Man. One Punch Man is funny. If you can make it funny, then it, I'll give it a pass. But yeah, yeah. Mob Psycho, I guess a little bit. That's a little bit. But he has like inner struggles. But yeah, anyway. Oh, we could have picked Mob. That would have been a good one. Yeah, Mob would have been a good one, dude. Actually, damn it. Should have picked Mob. Should have picked Mob. We fucked up. <laughs> All right, Sam, you're switching your manga pick to Mob. No, fuck you. Um, Sam cheated. No, it's not cheat because we, okay, we can talk about manga on here, okay? It's not like a fucking crime, right? Jesus Christ. And the also, anime, the anime, are we the manga summit podcast, huh? The anime is coming mm-hmm. out literally in like this year. It's like in another show shop. Oh, so you can see the future. I okay. can't see the Well, the trailer's out, so yeah, I can't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> best trailer ever. <laughs> Speaking of Vegeta and Trunks, real quick, um, do you remember in the. And I think it's it must be the World Tournament Saga. And um, Vegeta and Trunks are in the, the, the gravity chamber. And Trunks is a little kid. And he was like, son, I don't know if you want to train in here, you know. Uh, it's not for a little boy like you. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I'll just turn into a Super Saiyan. And then he does. And then Vegeta's like, what the fuck? When when, yeah. when can you kids do that? They're like, we could all do it. Yeah. That's when it kind of jumped the shark when the kids could do it. Yeah. You know? but- and then he was like, okay, son, if you land a punch on, punch on me, I'll take you to the park for an hour. And he's like, okay. Yeah, oh, that was funny. And then yeah, he punches yeah. him. So anyways, in Dragon Ball Super, he, he fulfills that promise. And they go to the park, and Bulma's like, well, that's weird. Why are you – that? you never come out with us. Like, that's, uh, that's so funny. And he was like, I'm keeping a promise. Shut up, woman. And he's just like <laughs> – it, it, it does a little flashback of that scene, and it's so fucking funny. Um, and then they go out to eat. They get... I thought they did that during that – right after the scene. Or they get interrupted. I mean, that's okay. what I anyway. thought, but you never see it. So I guess, like, that's yeah. – yeah, you know what I mean? So I thought it just meant taking him to like, the park with the slides and shit or whatever. But, no, this was like – he took him to, like, this – you know, like Six Flags type shit. And they wanted a little roller coaster. They got cotton candy. They had ice cream. All that good stuff. It was really funny. Um, they must have had a fast pass. Yeah, so he, he loves, you know, he loves Bowman Trunks very much. He just, he's a man's man, you know. He doesn't want to show. He doesn't want to be like, like if you're. Yeah, he's he's stoic, yeah, you know. If you're all kissing on him, he's like, dude, get out he's of here. He's a little bristly. Stop it, dude. He doesn't like PDA, you know what I mean? Um. Anyway, I think that's really funny. I think Goku just feels a lot more alien than Vegeta. Yeah, yeah. He's like overly, I don't know. That being said, um, I think uh, that speaks to his latest form, which I won't say what it is because like, it's spoilers. But like, uh, you know, it's because of his drive to get past Goku. You know, there's 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 a point where he stops caring, but he cares just enough, and it's like. Okay, I won't say anything. I won't say anything. You should just read it. Okay, anyways. Well, he did that in the in the uh, right before the Majin Buu saga, right? He he let himself get possessed by I forget what was it Bobby. Uh, what's what's Bobby? <laughs> he's just like he's got like an M on his forehead, yeah. and he's just like the Majin Vegeta, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, God damn, this dude will go to any any length, <laughs> including like killing people. And it's like, God, fuck, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Anyways. Yeah, and he also stands in the rain during the Phil Collins song, so you know, which is like that's pretty epic. You gotta, you gotta think about that. <laughs> that's a that's a YouTube meme. <laughs> I know, <laughs> it's a good one. No, okay, my second pick, real quick, and I won't talk on it too much, just because the anime is not out yet, and Nick is gonna yell at me. But um, Fuko Izumo from Undead Unlock, she's the main character. Hold on, some Huko. All right, you get just one more of those. For the next two I weeks. I can say that because it's not officially out yet. It is out. You just haven't read it. <laughs> the anime is not out yet. Oh, we can't talk about manga, you guys. 
Anyways. I'm the police. I'm the podcast police. Um, what are you, the fun, more like the fun police. And Danny is the deputy. Deputy Danny. Deputy Danny. De- <laughs> she has a nightstick and she's a little crazy with it. Danny is going, no, you're Dirty Dan. <laughs> no, I'm Dirty Dan. You're Pinhead Larry. And Danny's the deputy. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we took that pretty far. That was like a family guy side tangent. It was sponge. Oh, yeah, like a cut- cutaway. Yeah. Who are you calling a pinhead? Anyways. Dude, Fuku Izumo is the shit. All right, go ahead, Nick. No, I'm just kidding. Dude. It's your turn. Undead Unlock Man, if you never read it, you should read it. And it's okay if you if you don't want to read it because the anime is coming out literally in like, I don't know. I think it's... It's fall. Oh, fall. fall. Okay. So later this year. But anyways, Fuko Izumo is badass because she... So, okay, first of all, at the she's like the definition of like Nick's first character, but to the extreme, right? She's like literally ready to like jump off a bridge, okay? And I, obviously we don't take suicide lightly, but like this is what it is. So in that world or in that story... There's laws of the universe, okay? There are people who have these these laws of the universe manifest within them. And one of the laws that is in that universe is luck, right? Well, it's in our universe. Luck is a real thing, right? So, like, um, her... It, the, the thing that manive- manifests in her is, is a negator ability, which is unlock. So, if you touch her skin like skin to skin, she, something unlucky happens to you. So like Rogue from X-Men, right? If you touch Rogue, she sucks the life out of you. Um, if you touch Fuko, uh, depending on for how long and how much contact you have with her body or skin. So for example, if she just taps Danny with her pinky finger on Danny's forehead, Danny might trip and sprain her ankle in the next like five minutes if she hugs danny right we'll we'll say like uh let's say that danny and fuku are both wearing t-shirts so their arms are very contacty their faces are contacty a little bit for like a good long like one minute hug right danny's probably gonna get in the car and then have her car flipped into a ditch like you know what i mean like that it, it like gauges by how long and how much right so like um, she's like, I hurt everyone around me. Every time I get close to somebody, they fucking either die or something really bad happens to me and I just don't want to live anymore. This sucks. And then that's when she runs into Andy and his negation is undead. He can't die. So like he feels like with her power at some point he could die. And the like she's put some badass unluck on him where like a meteor falls on him and he still lives so his goal is to like get her to fall in love with him so then they can get tender and then hopefully after they get tender that's like a lot of unluck right so then he'll die for real for real um obviously like that's way later in the story if it ever happens i don't know you know it's it's still going but like the reason why she's inspiring to me anyway is because it's she takes that power and turns it into something really fucking badass later on uh it gets to a point where she's like 
She's no longer ashamed of what she has or who she is. The fact that she's a negator of something that everyone ought to have and deserves, right? Luck. And she's able to turn it into something by manipulating it and, you know, for, for good reasons, right? So, like, whenever they run into an enemy that's, like, whatever, you know, they, she finds creative ways to use the unluck to stop them, right? Help save the world, all that good stuff. And I don't know. I feel like if you can take something that shitty and turn it into something really badass, like, I'm, man, some of the chapters I'm reading now, I'm just like, God, Fuko's such a badass. She's literally the most badass shonen protagonist ever. Like, she's, I love her so much. I want to marry her. I'm going to, I'm going to marry her and then we're going to get tender. Why don't you marry her? We're going to get tender and I'm probably going to die, but it's, I'm, I'm going to risk it all. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Shut up, Danny. Um, Stop making fun of me. No, nah, dude, I love Fuko. She's the best. She's able Some to. Tom and Fuko sitting in a tree. Stabbing <laughs> you guys, all he is. <laughs> um, but she's able to take something super fucked up and turn it into something really fucking badass. And that's just really cool. So if you haven't read Undead Unluck, you should read it. Uh, it's currently at, mm, I don't know, 50 million chapters probably. It's like 100 some chapters right now. But like, um, I don't know, man. It's it's really cool. The anime is coming out in fall, so you can just wait till the anime. Although, in my opinion, you know, it it I feel like it's one of those. It's, for me, it's like Jujutsu Kaisen and and Chainsaw Man. Like it just gets better. You know what I mean? So it might seem s- slow at first, like it's kind of like a, maybe a monster of the week thing at first. But later, man, when you when you start realizing what they're doing, it's like, oh shit, it's really crazy. So, anyways, going back to Nick. Inspiration, inspirational. Oh, you're, you're uh, gonna Danny. just skip me. The Going whole back to Danny. Together? Danny only gets two. Wait, we went from. We've decided to bully one host per podcast. Oh wait, we went from Vegeta to me. <laughs> My bad, Danny. Jesus Christ, we we're supposed to go to. You were supposed to go Danny after Vegeta. You, okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Sorry. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna fade away into the background. <laughs> Danny is like. <laughs> Danny, Danny's like Kamina right now. <laughs> the Homer Simpson going to the bush. Sorry, Danny. I can't believe I didn't. I didn't even realize. I just started talking. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Danny's turning into Adams. Your second one. Um, we're we're just gonna get this out of the way. Usagi Tsukino from Sailor Moon. But no, seriously. Oh, I was just yeah. waiting for you to say something. No, I was agreeing with you. I don't know what... I was agreeing with you, yeah. Sorry. Well, let me just say before you start, Danny, if you picked Usagi here, why didn't you you not pick her in the bracket? Oh, shut up about the fucking bracket! I'm holding a crutch! If you would listen to the bracket, then you would know why. Because Kai... Kai, uh, uh, He he, he big-leagued you. He he out-muscled you. Kai, can you please tell Nick when you listen to this episode... I'm blaming Kai now. Can you please tell Nick to get a hobby, dude? Holy crap. Anyways, (laughs) Usagi Tsukino... Yeah, let's go, dude. She's the fucking she's the she's the bee's knees, bro. She is, and I mean, she's. I would say she's. I love her, but she's definitely not my favorite senshi. Um, but Usagi as a whole, for throughout the entire show, yeah. she out of out of all of them, I think she definitely has the most progression. 
Um, because obviously when you meet her, she's a crybaby, she is lazy, um, clumsy, and all that kind of stuff. Like, she has no, like, she's a major underachiever. Um, so, but her, for all those flaws, her greatest strength is, you know, she cares deeply for her friends and her family and stuff, um, you know. She sees she sees good qualities in the bad guys that not a lot of other people see. So, um, you know, I mean, she, gosh, there's just so much about Usagi that, like, I can just go on about. Um, but I, I think this is kind of going to be, like, a little bit of a spoiler, but I think the one thing that really stands out of Usagi's achievements is in the Stars arc. And um, I can't remember the actual context of it, but what happens is she is given... So Sailor Galaxia is now Sailor Chaos. Um, Sailor Galaxia is probably like the most powerful... Um, Sailor Scout, Sailor Guardian in the entire universe and everyone is gone. Um, Usagi is practically the only one. She's the only one that is able to like save the universe and she is given a sword. However, and, and this sword is like telling Usagi, you know, this is the only way. Like you have to kill her kind of aspect. And Usagi is pretty much like battling with her thoughts like should I do it or shouldn't I and um you know I mean she she ends up just doing the whole power of friendship kind of thing um <laughs> so but well there we go everybody take a shot I've, I mean that that's literally the whole plot of Sailor Moon is the power of friendship so but it's just done so well because it's, it's you know, yeah yeah um i mean it was doing it before it was cool you know say it with me everybody junichi sato oh god not the manga cup <laughs> not put the- a little respect into uh naoko <laughs> okay there i'll give her a, a silent gulp clap you know it wouldn't be for her we wouldn't have sailor moon if it wasn't for her just so you know yeah, Sato would have found a way. Oh my god. I doubt it. But <laughs> again, it wouldn't it Sailor Moon wouldn't be what it is now if it wasn't for now. <laughs> so a lot of people may like the nineties anime over anything, but put put some respect for at least the creator of the character. So that's all I'm gonna say. Usagi is kind of like she's the kind of person that you want to have as a friend because she's the right. She writer makes oh, friends yeah, totally. so easily. That's her superpower. Um, you know, I mean, even when like, um, excuse me, her her friend, her best friend Naru, was like having feelings for uh, what's his name, the bad guy, in the Dark Kingdom arc. Um. And, you know, I mean, she realized, like, you know, she even told Nara, like, you know, that's a bad guy. Like, don't trust him kind of thing. And, 
but then all of a sudden, you know, Nara was all like, no, like, he's a good guy. And, you know, he kind of had his little redemption um, moment in that one episode. Kai's probably yelling at me like, it's this episode. How can you forget? Um, <laughs> he has a timestamp. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she definitely sees a lot of qualities in, you know, the villains per se. So, um, she, she's just a, a great character, um, aside from like, you know, her crybabiness and everything. She definitely does develop. I will say, I think I like her a lot more, um, probably around season, end of season three into four. Um, yeah. Usagi. Love her. Awesome. Yes. All right. It's my turn. Should we here. go back so to the now? Yeah, because we've. Yeah, okay. Yeah, my yeah. third and final choice is Reki from Haibane Renmei. Yeah. And this is a show from 2002. It's from like the DigiPaint era, which I don't know anything about DigiPaint, but everybody always says that. So uh, <laughs> it's kind of an ugly show, but also beautiful at the same time. Anyway, Reki, this is, this is like a purgatory show. It's a little bit similar to Angel Beats. Um,. If you've heard of Angel Beats or seen Angel Beats, it has kind of a similar feel to Serial Experiments Lane because it has the same designs as Lane. Uh, Yoshito, Yoshi something Abe. Uh, I had his name. But, yeah, it's pretty much you have a bunch of uh, essentially like people who died in particular ways. Oh, Death Parade. Death Parade is kind of another example. So if you like any, if you like Lane, uh, Angel Beats, or Death Parade, or a number of other things like that, then definitely watch Hibernate Remy. But yeah, so Reki is, is one of the main characters. She starts out in, in, in the town, the main town, where where, <laughs> where, the, where they spawn, pretty much. And each character is, is an angel. Um, they, they're kind of. They have a, they have a halo and, and wings. And... Um, they don't remember their past. So so one of the characters shows up, uh, Raka. She's the other main character. She shows up. She hatches. And Reki, um, she kind of takes care of her. She befriends her. She shows her around everything. And, and what, what happens is, like, you discover more about this. You discover more about Reki and Raka. And it's kind of a, it's a weird show because, like, it's it's – I wouldn't even say that Reki and Raka are, like, the main – point like they are but they're not but the, the, the thing the thing that makes Reki uh, inspirational is that she um you know she she she's like a mentor to those people around her and then also she's fighting through her own um regret and her own inner demons that she has to try to find uh you know self-acceptance and like she, she does that in, in during the show so that's kind of why she's inspirational. Um, she it's she's not like a shonen protagonist, you know. She's not like Vegeta or, or uh, you know, Usagi. She's not bubbly or anything like that. She's she's a smoker. She's she's sin bound, as you would say, um, just like Raka. So they, they you know they they go through the town and and it's like there's a lot of metaphors, a lot of ambiance and everything, and and you learn about these characters and and you know it's just just the idea of of like self-acceptance and like asking other people for help and everything like that that's kind of what makes this inspirational Reki as a character so yeah there you go little little short one for you that's great 
I should rewatch that. I haven't seen it in 15 years. I'm going to make Danny watch it for a show swap. Oh, okay. So I got Chobits and Hibernate Renman. So I got to rewatch it anyway. I got to, I'll rewatch Chobits first because that one I haven't seen since, I don't even know, since I was uh, a young warthog. Um, okay. Here's my last one. And then, or no, no, we got to go to Danny. We'll do Danny's last one and then, because let's go back in regular order here. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. Um, so my last one is I, uh, I, na, uh, Narada from, uh, Kageki Shoujo, uh, which came out in two years ago, summer 2021. Um, so with I, the thing that I find so inspiring for I is that you know, she struggled from, um, you know, childhood trauma. She also struggles with trust issues revolving around men um, because she was kind of, in the story, she is expelled from her idol group because of her trust issues. So when she starts high school um, at, I forget the name of the school, um, but she goes to the school where they kind of, oh, it's the um, Coca Academy of Music. So, and she gets accepted by that. And, she, you know, she meets uh, Sarasa Watanabe, who is also a really big inspiring character in the show as well. Um, but the reason why I didn't pick her is because I feel like I feel like Sada, she, when you first meet her, she's, she's so overly confident. Whereas with I, she is kind of reserved. She, I mean, she even finds, um, Sada's, um, a little bit of an, uh, annoying because of how bubbly Sada is. So, um, but throughout the whole show, or at least in the beginning of it, you know, I think, you know, she shouldn't, she shouldn't change. Everybody else around her should change. Um, but as the story progresses and she takes on like these acting roles for all the plays and everything, she realizes and people are surrounding her are telling her, you know, you're a little difficult to work with. So and the more she's around Sarasa, you know, she realizes that Sara is there to help her. And that's where she kind of starts to open up a little bit. And that's also where she, like, made a big change and she even cut her hair. So, and I definitely relate to something like that, especially, like, a major change. You know, instead of, I would say, having a major change of appearance also helps you progress as a person, um, especially when you want to um, move on from something traumatic and stuff like that. So I definitely kind of relate to that aspect. So, and of course, I think we all can relate to some sort of, um, struggles and trauma that we've had over the years and everything. So, yeah. I never got to watch that. And like, I didn't, Ugh. it like went under so, my radar. I think- I think you would really like this one. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, you would like this. Yeah. We watched it during the seasonal, yeah, yeah. 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I remember you guys said that. You were like, oh, son. It's really good. It, it was pretty much, the way it went down was like this. It was like, Danny, what? Danny said, son, what the hell? And Nick said, yeah, what are you doing, you dumb fuck? And then Danny said, yeah, you dumb fuck. And then they proceeded to take me into the back alley and beat the shit out of me. I'm still beating the shit out of you. Yeah, Danny's over. They're both <laughs> emotionally. You know that scene in Goodfellas where they beat up uh, Billy Bats in the in the in uh, Henry's bar? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. that. That's literally I'm Billy Bats, and then fucking they're kicking the shit out of me. You dumb fuck! Where'd you get your fucking shine box? Dumb fuck! <laughs> Anyways, um, no, yeah, that went under my that went under the pacho. So I have to. I'm gonna tell Honey Bear. Honey Bear, get on the horn. Okay, I told her. Um, my last character is I Oto from One Direct Priority. Oh man, uh, she's a good one. Yeah, I mean, a lot of what Danny said about the last character, you know, uh, kind of. I mean, I think s- honestly, a lot of the characters in Wonder Egg are pretty inspirational. Yeah, yeah, in their own ways, right? Um, mm-hmm. s- same idea to, to to what Danny was saying with her character. This, this her last character is, you know, there's a lot of uh. There's a lot of trauma involved, um, not just with her, but with the other people she's like facing and coming to, you know, uh, wonder bonding with and everything. Um, wonder Egg Priority is this story where, uh, you know, Ioto is uh, she's bullied, you know, and her best friend commits suicide in the beginning. And she's just like, why, why, what happened, you know? And she doesn't go to school. She just wants to skip school and stuff. And um, the she finds this. She comes across these two. We'll just call them robots, I guess. Uh, Aka and Ura Aka. And they basically tell her, hey, if you put a coin or however many yen into this, I forget how much yen it is, but into this egg machine, you know, it'll give you everything you need. And uh, every time she hatches one of the eggs, it's like a girl who committed suicide, and she faces, she comes face to face with their trauma, what what led them to, uh, you know, go off the edge, rather I should say. So she's facing her traumas and other people's traumas. You know, hopefully one day she will hatch the egg of her best friend. She'll get to that point where she'll rescue her best friend from whatever it is she was going through. Um, I am going to say something for the rest of my time here uh, that kind of spoils the show um, because I can't speak on like I can't speak on what inspires me about it until like I say that part. So I'm just going to say it now. So if you haven't seen Wonder Egg Priority, I literally would just turn this off for about five or ten minutes. I don't know. I would say I'd say five or ten minutes. Let's just say ten minutes. A good ten minutes. Ten minutes. I won't talk for ten minutes, but like. I don't know. Just hit the fifteen second button, you know, on your on your little. We'll plug. put a timestamp. <laughs> yeah, I'll put a timestamp. You'll see it in the time, the show notes. Uh, I'll put I'll put some rant and rant or whatever something in the in the show notes. So, I I I won't say the details, but like at the end of it, it gets to a point where I kind of learned the truth about what Uraka and Uraka are doing, what they're doing with these eggs and such. Uh, it gets to a point where the other characters are kind of like, yeah, I'm not fucking doing this. And um, one of the other characters, Nehru, 
finds her like goal and she goes to like you know execute or you know achieve that goal or whatever and i having become really close to the nehru is like oh well shit you know like now i need to go rescue her because whatever happened um i don't know dude there was this there was this thing about it okay and a lot of people hated the ending i happen to love it uh i happen to really love the show if it, if that's not abundantly clear by now uh then you need to get out of my face but like I really love this show, and literally for this reason. She decides not to, like, go after uh, Nehru. Uh, because she can't. <laughs> like, she's a fucking kid, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's a child, okay? And a lot of what these girls went through and boy, I should say, um, like, shouldn't have had to go through these things that they went through. Okay? Nobody should. And, uh, you know, by the end of it, you think, oh, well, these girls have already been through it. Why can't they? Whatever, right? And you're supposed to, you're expecting this big, like, climactic anime ending or something. No. She does, she decides not to because she can't. She can't anymore. Okay, there's like a it's this <laughs> at, at that at, the, at a certain point it stops becoming an anime. It becomes real life. Okay, it's like it's kind of like um if you've ever read the comic or watched the movie Kick Ass, right? It's these people dressing up as superheroes, trying to be vigilantes on the street, and they're people are getting shot. Okay, people are getting shot in drive-bys, stabbed and killed and fucked up on the street. And at, at some point, it stops becoming a comic, and it becomes real life, right? And that was kind of like the whole lesson in those movies and that in that comic. And that was kind of one of the big themes in this anime was just like this real-life problem that, that, uh, that youth girls, let's say even youth queer people face, you know, hashtag Happy Pride Month, is like uh, it's – I won't even just say – I wouldn't even just say girls. I mean, a lot of just young people face a lot of pressure right now. Um, even my generation, you know, with me, Danny, and Nick's generation as kids, we faced this kind of pressure. And mental health back then was not as talked about, so it was just really shitty. And at some point, like, if I had known it was okay to not be the hero back then, not be all strong and whatever, like, I would have loved that. And that's what I does. At the end, she's like, you know what? I'm just a kid. And I don't have to do this right now. I can do this when I'm stronger, if I ever become stronger. And if I'm not, that's okay. It's fine. And I just love that. I love that. The anime didn't give, maybe didn't give me an ending that I expected, but it gave me one I needed and one that I ended up loving. And I, it's because of I. So, like, I don't know, man. There's something about that I've had to learn in the last, like, three-some years last three, five years or so, something I had to learn was it's okay to be sad and it's okay to be sick. And, like, I always, I was raised as, like, a, you know, you know, my mom was, like, uh, bless her heart, okay, and I, I appreciate my mom for teaching me how to be strong, but I can't be strong like that all the time. I really can't. It's tough. It's really tough. I can't be. Like, I just, I try. I try really hard, and 
I can't I can't be all the time. And sometimes I need like Danny and Nick to remind me of that. They're always like, "Hey, Sam, why don't you calm the fuck down?" You know. And sometimes I need them to tell me that. And... You ever need someone to slap you around a little bit? Danny's right here. <laughs> <laughs> they they remind me that it's okay to like, you know, chill out. And uh, I need that. I need that like Boji needs it. And then I need to be able to say it myself like I does it. So, yeah, inspirational. Okay, and rant. There's in the show sheet. So if you hopefully you didn't listen to all that. I didn't go into any details, but you know, at the you know if, if you if you didn't like Wonder Egg Priority, then I get it. But at the same time, fuck you. All right, I'm done. <laughs> so there's our inspirational characters. Hope you hope you heard some of these things that we've talked about, and you'll go and watch these anime if you haven't yet. All great anime, I think, um, but I haven't seen Haikyuu or Kakaki Shoujo. But, um, uh, and I hope uh, people realize that these are these characters are all different. They don't look like us. They don't sound like us. They're not the same as us. You know what I mean? I think a lot of media is trying to make it seem like, oh, the character has to look exactly like me, or I can't, you know, I can't relate. That's bullshit. So. I mean, for some people, it's not. Sidebar. I'm just saying that. For some people, it's not. For other people, for other people, I think. I think. Oh, I'm just saying you you can. You, I think a little bit of both, but yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. I mean, I think representation is important. I'm not but fem- like, Well, I know. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. You know, these characters are are different, and uh, I, they're like us, but they're not like us. If that makes sense, we can relate to them in different ways. Yeah, I think. Oh, well, I think that's. I don't need a character to be. Oh, this is Nick. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, no. Yeah, no. I I 100% understand that's that. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But I think I think it just adds to the fact that, you know, if I if I you know, I wish I had more trans characters that weren't fucking weird evil characterizations of like you well, know, like I I would have loved that as a kid. But, you know, well, it's good to have a variety too, you know. And and if if it's if they're never the villain, that's also you know. Well, anyway, that's a sidebar. That but yeah. that being said, I mean, yeah, none of these characters. Variety is good, is what I'm saying. Yeah, variety is good. None of these characters. Well, I mean, thank God there is a variety now. But like, I mean, none of these characters. Yeah, are they're all different characters too. Like they're all have their strengths in their own ways and stuff. And hopefully, and they have weaknesses. That's the important part. They're not isekai protagonists. Yeah, they're they're not fucking. <laughs> Sorry, Kirito. They're not beaters like Kirito. Um, that being said, uh, hopefully if you haven't seen any of these, you'll watch them now. And, uh, yeah, let us know what characters you found inspirational to you. Okay. You know, these were, each of these picks were personal to us and, you know, they're not necessarily anyone else's kind of opinions. You know, I'm sure some of y'all disagree with some of what we had to say about these characters and, uh, fuck your opinion. How about that? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just playing. (laughs) Nah, but like, no, let us know. What characters were inspirational to you? I'll even put that in the Spotify questions so you can, uh, you know, answer. Give us an answer. Okay, we'll read them on the show. That being said, I love you guys very much. Uh, thanks for listening every week and showing us love. Um, hit them retweets. Get us more follows and stuff on social media. Get us out there. We're going to push it, push it, push it on our end as much as we can as well. And help us out, Okay. Uh, That being said, I've been Sam, that's been Danny, that's been Nick, and we've been the Anime Summit Podcast.